0: Welcome to God, I Love Texas Music. I'm Catherine.
1: I'm honey, and it's good to see you smile again. <laughs>
0: I'm glad I'm smiling again. Y'all, it's just been, it's been one thing after another, after another, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I mean, it it just, it, it took a lot out of me dealing with the daughter, and I was focused on her.
1: Well, sometimes and, you just get in a funk, you know, and it and, happens. Yeah,
0: and I just, you know, the, the podcast was not my priority for a while, but... I mean, it's still not, I'm sorry, it's still not 100% my priority, but that's okay. I'm back on the podcast train.
1: Yeah, and it seems, to, I don't know, it feels good to do this again. You yeah, know. Sydney I agree. Yeah, you know, we I both agree. got smiles on our face and we ready do. to, yeah. you know, talk about yeah. our, I don't know, existence.
0: Yeah, so the last couple of weeks, um, we had Top Shelf Thursdays.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah That's what it was
0: at uh, at Sweetwater Grill, mm-hmm. and we that was had, a ball. It was. I had the time man. of my life that night. Yeah. Well, you were the host.
1: I was the host. But that was
0: really cool. I enjoyed that. You're going to do that more often, just <laughs> so you know.
1: <laughs> Brandon Kelly is one of the, the one of the interviewers, oh, and he's one of my favorite people now. Phenomenal. He's really just just a great guy, and we had a, a last minute insertion. Yeah,
0: Jonathan Jeter,
1: who happens to be the drummer for. Reverend Horton Heat, which Dude. which I'm a big fan. And then we knew a lot of the same people, which yeah. was really cool. Me and him ran in some of the similar circles, so that yeah. was kind of cool. That, that,
0: was a, that was a lot of fun to sit there and, and get to watch and, the...
1: And then Brandon kind of talked Jeter into, and they kind of did a... Uh, Social D song for me, uh, which yeah. I was grinning ear to freaking <laughs> ear on that because I've been begging people, look, they're great songs.
0: Well, well, I mean, and so you I, know? so I, I edited, so this, this week's episode is Brandon Callie's. And, uh, so I edited it and, and it had been a while since we recorded it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so he actually has a a picture yes of Mike Ness in his studio, in his studio. Yeah. and so he's a huge social D fan yeah. How can and he you plays not play? and he plays he plays some of their music anyway yeah. so it was it was cool i enjoyed i enjoyed listening to that episode while i was editing it uh, mm-hmm. man and he's mm-hmm. he's so good
1: man him, uh, we, we I, I just love him to death cuz like i said we just we could sit and talk for yeah. hours yeah, yeah. So.
0: so then we ended up getting to we haven't been we haven't been going out much at all y'all mm, um, not really. but we did go to side I think kicks. it's
1: Sidekicks in Emory. Yeah,
0: Sidekicks yeah. in Emory.
1: Yeah, it's a great bar, great venue. For
0: sure. And uh we got to see um we got to see we Jeremy got to see Bellamy. Bra- Jeremy Bellamy and and Brandon Callis. And uh that was a lot of fun um to see to see them play. And uh so that was sweet. But yeah, this week's episode
1: Well we had a really good really good uh server there too, and I can't remember her name. Um, I was looking for it real quick, but I can't remember her we name. We text each
0: other too much. on our Yeah, we
1: really did. Yeah. She was great. Anyway, I'm sorry I don't remember your name. If I remember it, then I'll let you know. But she was great. So if you go to Sidekicks and Emory, go ahead and, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. But this how. this week's episode, Rain and Callie's, He's he's the bomb.
1: Yeah, and now, now at Sidekicks, they did sing another Social D song for me. So I was pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm elated about that. I mean, that really, <laughs> you know, I mean... Him and me, okay. So Mike Ness and Meatloaf are two of the most misunderstood artists, in my opinion. They're just they just got overlooked, and yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. So
0: and he also played um, Tennessee whiskey for. He did. He
1: played yeah, Tennessee whiskey, yeah. and he did an exceptional he job. Did.
0: I love it when people. We don't yeah. even have to ask. Mm-hmm. So I, I won't. I won't request it for people that know us anymore because if they know us and they know how to play it, then they'll play it. And if they don't want to play it, then they just won't play it. Yeah, and it's not going to hurt my feelings no, if they don't because no, 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 it's a it's yeah. a bitch of a song. Yeah, I understand. Hit all those notes. But I, I love I love that song. So
1: that's a challenge. Some people got it and some people don't. I don't know about you.
0: Oh that <laughs> Gauntlet Throne. <laughs> um, I can't sing it, so, so yeah. You know, I just need to shut the hell up. But uh-huh. also I haven't been on social media yeah. in over a month. So yeah. if you messaged or or responded or posted or tagged and I and God Love Texas music or me personally did not respond don't take it personal. Yeah, um, we'll get
1: we'll get back into it. But I'm,
0: I'm I'm starting to get back into it. I haven't even oh I haven't even checked Galloway Texas Music's email either. Yeah, we have some um, reaching.
1: It comes to mind every once in a while. And we yeah, have I need to, to I need us. to work.
0: I'm I'm working on that, y'all. I really am. It just everything's just throw me a loop. Um, Aaron's doing okay, and we'll uh, it all out. But anyway, yeah. So. Even
1: though her car is a piece of crap, and she's driving home <laughs> today in it, so we're nervous. Yeah, rack. so
0: we're still a nervous. You uh, know, sitting there
1: stalking her, going, "Okay, where's she at?"
0: Hopefully, she won't break down on the way home from NAC. Well,
1: she does. Uh, that's what AAA is for. That's
0: right, and we pay for the expensive ones so that we can call a tow
1: truck, and they have to
0: haul it all the way back to our house.
1: Now, shameless plug. I wouldn't live without AAA. Me neither. We've had it for a while and we've utilized and we have used it. Used the yeah, crap out of it. It's there know? when you need it. So True. And they don't pay us for this, but I'm going to try to get them to after we talk about oh, this. Oh,
0: yeah. But I would totally let them sponsor us because yeah. I I believe in their product.
1: Yeah, I don't know how many times we've been. Well, shoot fire. We uh, I was in Corpus one time, and we locked the keys in the mm. rent car, mm-hmm. and man, they were there. So, yep. just, I mean, so no matter where you're at It's really good Yeah I'm sold on Triple A Me too like I said, So yep. it's, it's incredible Great product Worth the money yeah.
0: Anyway yeah. guys Back to Brandon Kelly's Amazing musician oh, His voice is Sweetest guy Great Great songwriter Just uh, Great human Liked his wife Loving too His wife pieces. is really ah, nice And, yes, and yes, I, I like them nice. together yeah. too And they're yeah. newlyweds
1: Are they really? Yeah Yeah. Well We're newlyweds
0: Well I mean well, They're like in the last couple of years Newlyweds Yeah yeah, anyway, that's guys. cool.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so
0: why don't you give it a listen, man? We are sitting here hanging out in Roy City. Roy City. Okay, Royce I was Royce like Roy City, Union Valley, Roy City, at uh, Brandon Callie's house. Hey, man, how are you? I'm
1: good. I'm very good.
0: Thank you so much for opening your house to us.
1: And I guess this is what you would call your music room, right?
0: Yeah. Oh no, it's music nook. Or yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's got a great collection of vinyl. He does. I haven't dug through him yet. I got to figure out what I'm going to steal.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you he, and he got some whiskeys back there. So, are you a whiskey guy? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, um, I
1: like TX whiskey.
0: You like TX whiskey? Yeah. So yeah. he like has some. You have some different. So are, do you? Do you, are you like a collector?
2: Uh, not so much a collector. I've got friends are so I'm in the DFW whiskey club. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but <laughs> okay. Um so I, a lot of those guys. I mean, it's ridiculous. They can put me to shame with with what
1: they have. Yeah, O'Brien, oh, Brian. left arm tan. <laughs> oh my gosh! The
0: ten minutes before we got there to record them, he had sold a bottle for ten thousand dollars.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, wow.
0: I've seen it happen. Yeah. I
2: just I can't I can't get behind it. You know, because eventually yeah. these will all. I will drink all of these and then I'll feel bad about spending all
1: that money.
0: On That's that. the whole point is, I mean, is drinking them. In yeah. my I
1: don't know. It better. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to say on that one because $10,000 for something you're going to drink. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. It's gone. I mean, boom, it's, it's over. That's true. That's you true. Know. Uh, so you, we,
0: when did I meet you? I met you at Sweetwater Grill.
1: Um, it's been a minute.
0: Just a few months just, back, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, in fact, you're gonna be on our top shelf Thursday, that's right, in, in September. September. Um, so this is this is the full episode, and then we'll have a, a little different episode coming out probably at the end of the year from Sweetwater. Uh, but you
1: wanna play us a song? Sure, oh, honey, good.
0: honey doesn't, I don't think you've maybe heard him play. No,
1: you played that night, didn't you? Wasn't yeah. it open mic yeah. night?
0: No, you it weren't was there. there.
1: Oh, I wasn't there
0: Mm-mm It was one of the times I was with Amy Oh, okay I think that, I think that you guys Didn't meet until JoJo. Sojo, yeah
1: Yeah okay. No, we met before then
0: I think we met before then But, but I, I can't
2: put my finger On it either
1: so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, swear, well, this, I swear You know, you, it's like
0: You just see each other Over and over and over again
1: Well, I swear so. you Were at an open mic At Sweetwater When we were there Maybe I don't know I don't know. know It don't matter But I want to hear A song anyway Yeah so. Cool
0: What do you want To start us off with? Um, well This is off
2: of The last record That I did mm. Um and it was written primarily when I was living in Austin, Texas. So it's about Austin, but really about the things that you get into when you live in Austin.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: We got into bike riding. That's all we got into. I
0: was going to say, paddle boarding, <laughs> bike
1: Paddleboarding riding. riding. There are so many more shenanigans. Today, <laughs> <you know? laughs>
3: There's a devil outside of my window He's Begging to go have some fun But the devil outside of my window It's all alone lately. And the burden it brings Keeps tearing at me it's Funny how the night changes the city Not everyone knows What it takes to be a man Should've known. So next time I can. Should've turned down the lights and stayed out of sight. Life in the night.
0: Song. Oh, I love that song. That's probably one of my favorite songs um, of yours that's out right now. Uh, but I want to know the story behind it. So I mean, I love the. It's funny how the night changes the city. And I started thinking about it. and Now that I know that you're saying that it was about Austin, I'm like, oh, no.
1: It does. I mean,
0: I mean, it's, I don't want to say not in day because it's not in day, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, you go down to Sixth Street during the day, you know, and everybody's walking around with their kids and everything. And then all of a sudden it's like the uh, vampires come out after
2: midnight. <laughs> and it's, it's what it feels like. And, you know, I mean, you live that sort of duality life where you're, you know working and being responsible during the day. And then it's inevitably when you play music, you know, in downtown. <laughs> yeah. Know, it's, it's a whole different
1: lifestyle.
0: whole different know. lifestyle.
1: We used to love Austin. We still do. Yeah, we still love I mean, I still love it. But it, Well, my cousin used to work for Mellow Johnny's down there, which was Lance's bike shop. And we'd go down there and we'd hang out and we'd ride bikes and we'd go paddleboard. And I used to love Austin. Go to, oh, the fish taco place at... uh wow. Yeah. Whole Foods, and they should cl- close that down. Yeah. So. yeah. And of course, Casino El Camino is one of my favorite yeah. places to get a burger. Yeah. But it's just not the same. We bypass it now, and we go down to uh, the Hill Country. Yeah. 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 The there are, there San Marcos.
2: There are pockets. There are pockets of greatness still.
1: Oh, there, I agree. There always will be. Yeah. But it'll never be back in the day of Leslie, which I don't know if you knew. Sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. He was still alive. He was alive when I was there. Yeah, I think he passed about four years ago, three years ago. Four. Oh, I know bad. somebody beat him up or something really really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a story in itself. We were in Casino El Camino, <laughs> and I looked over, and then there's this hairy butt right in my face. He had bent all the way over in these Daisy dukes, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Holy hell, what is this? what
0: is happening? What is and so, happening right so now?" So he's
1: like, "I'll clear your plate for I'll clear your place for a dollar." I'm like. So I'll give you five. <laughs> you <laughs> so, no, he, and we became friends for a little bit. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we hung out for a little bit, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: yeah, a lot of fun. So, how long did you live in Austin?
2: Um, so my wife gives me a bunch of crap because I'm
0: bad with timelines. I'm going to put it at about around about 14 years. Really? Like oh like. wow. Yeah. Okay. So then, how did you end up in Roy City? Because Roy City is a far removed from. Austin. Yeah. Well, it's, it was sort of in
2: order of events. Me and my wife started dating when I was in Austin. Mm -hmm. I've known her for a a long time. And um, so she came down for her her birthday one year and um, we hung out and, you know, continued to sparks (laughs) date. Yeah. Date (laughs) after that. And around about, right about that time was when COVID all hit. So, (laughs) um, you know, over, the span of, you know, a year, every bit of income that I had got shut down. Right. Music was done. I do freelance art. And then mainly with musicians and, and bands and all that kind of stuff. So when, you know, bands aren't playing, they're not they don't got money they're to be not spending on, right. on artists. So that went out the window. And then I had a full time gig that was also shut down due to COVID. So I found Jeez. myself completely wow. jobless. Yeah. And so Um, I'm originally from this area. I'm from Greenville. Oh, okay. Okay. So,
0: yeah.
1: Something about this whole Hunt County area, man, just breeds good musicians. I'm telling you. It's unreal. It
0: is. The talent that is in this little East Texas area. You can't build
1: a house on it, but you can sure bring up good musicians on this dirt. (laughs) Everybody I know is like, yeah, my house is settling.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It is.
1: Yeah. So I got to, I got to applaud you in your taste of music. I see the Wilco up there. Yeah. They love will come. Troubadours. Yeah. And then, of course, my favorite, you got a picture of Mike Ness on the wall.
0: Do you really? Oh, yeah.
1: yeah I didn't absolutely.
2: did Shut up. Oh, yeah, there sure is. That was given to me as a That's birthday awesome. gift. There's a photographer in Dallas um, who gets – he's always front row for a ton of different – mm-hmm. his name's James Via, And we were both at that show. It was at the House of Blues. Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, – he took that picture from, you know, the little front thing, you mm-hmm. know, the open space.
1: That's a great picture.
2: Yeah, he gave that to me for my birthday. He framed it and everything for Aww. me. He gave it to me for my birthday. So that's a pretty that's that's a one of a kind. That's
1: Well, you know, I had a great yeah. pleasure of hanging out with him one day. And I got to hang out with him for about seven, eight hours and it was so funny because my my buddy that was the collision teacher, you know, they came out and we were having a car show and everything. And he came out and hung out all day. And then he left after about nine hours. And then I looked at my buddy and was like, Did you get any pictures at all? And we not one picture the whole day. Yeah. And we just hung out with him. Yeah. And that that's the epitome of him right there with his gold top and his just he's just a yeah, raw he's a big kind car of guy. guy. Oh, he's you a know? big car guy, but he's just so genuine. Yeah. You know, so I love him to death. So yeah. uh, so shout out to him. And I heard you play some of his. I do. Awesome. There Nobody else will for me. I'm yeah. like play some social D.
2: Yeah, I love it. And it's you know I I do it all the time just because there's always that one guy, mm-hmm. one guy in the crowd. Well, I say most, you know, a lot of times there's just that yeah. one guy that goes. I know that. Song. I know that song. And that's how you know we're going to be best friends.
1: <laughs> well, we we were interviewing one guy and it just got brought up a conversation. We were just talking about you know you know music that we like and stuff. And he had he had uh, Mike's tattoo. His little character on him. Yeah,
0: yeah, he had it on. His never again. We guessed, were like, it, "Shut up, badass!" So, Very cool.
1: So we also see a double bass here. So you play that too? Yeah, play and that a little mandolin
0: too. on the wall. Yeah, and then all your guitars and the piano. Do you play the piano? It's,
2: it's, it's. I wouldn't call myself a piano player. I can. I can get by on it. Um, I've recorded a lot of my own stuff. Like when I go into the studio, I'll record. Okay. Piano stuff. Um, But I wouldn't call myself, you know, I've got buddies that are leaps and bounds better than (laughs) me.
0: Speaking of going into the recording studio and recording stuff, you're like a studio musician. You do a lot of studio work, too.
2: Yeah, quite a bit. Um, I did... A lot more when I was in Austin than I do here. But there's mm. there's a studio that I, I love to go into, a place called Sunland Studios. is in Dallas. They just got a write-up in The Observer.
3: Oh, very okay, cool. Okay, we'll I have um, to look that up.
2: They're great. Any, anybody around here that's been asking where they can go to get a, a really good recording um, for a good price, it's it's this guy. It's run by a guy named Michael Smith. And I mean just stand-up dude and makes the best recordings
0: Okay, so. is that where you did your record?
2: Mm, no, I did... My, that was my back in Austin? My last record was in Austin. Okay.
0: Yeah. But
2: the, the one that I'm currently working on is with, with him.
0: The, the new single. Now, so, re, so you said that you've already done a single, and mm-hmm. it's like in the mastering stages. Yes. What's that called? It's called Golden Rose. Golden Rose. And you're going to play that before you leave, before at the end of the night?
1: Yeah. yeah okay. I can okay. do that one. Um, so where did you record that in Austin?
0: Um, it was
2: called Audio Styles. Okay. Um, they actually they moved. Um, they were in Dripping Springs, and they moved now to Fredericksburg, so different studio now. Okay. But that was pretty much exclusively. I was working with them constantly. I mean, awesome. They were, they were great. Them in a studio called Orb out of out of uh, Austin, well Dripping Springs as well. But the owners Matt Naveski from uh, Blue October.
0: Okay. Oh that. no, yeah. Okay. Yep. Very cool.
1: Seems like five one no, like, two is taking over that area.
0: Blue October. You know, yeah,
1: they're really good. We we've we've seen several of friends recorded out of there.
0: Yeah,
2: so mm-hmm. I'd that that place is top notch. I mean, it's the top best money and best. too. Oh. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> they're good at what they do, but you it, know, it but costs. You, yeah.
0: you, I mean, just like with anything, you you pay for quality. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, simple as that.
2: It's a thing. Uh, well, you know, as these little bedroom studios are getting better and better, it's you know, it's. Honestly, people can they can, right. They can do it, you know, like people can do it from their homes now, which it's cool, but you know, unless
0: you're a studio owner. Yeah. You know, I mean, but having someone that doesn't have any skin in the game and that can take a look at it objectively. Because mm-hmm. everybody has their favorite. And just because it's your favorite doesn't mean whether it's your favorite song or your favorite part or your favorite, you know, yeah. doesn't mean it's the best. It just means it's your Yep. Favorite,
2: right? I think it's always better. If you're not the guy just sort of running everything, it's good to have somebody else whose ears are on it. Right. You know, and has their kind of spin on it. You know, I think it's a good deal.
1: Yeah. We, we you know when ZZ Top recorded out of uh, Robinwood, they actually had to take a guy and go send him to barbecue to get the right sound cause because he wouldn't he, he wouldn't, wouldn't stop. He wouldn't budge. He's yeah. like, no, this is the way it's going to be. Why don't you go next door and get us some barbecue? Well, next door was thirty minutes away, so <laughs> so you know it's, yeah. and the same thing happened with uh, uh, Buddy Holly and the Crickets with Peggy Sue. I mean, it was somebody else's name, and they're like, "It just doesn't sound right." Oh, that's my girl, you know. And they ended up turning it into Peggy Sue. So, you know, you never. It, sometimes it just helps to have somebody outside, you know, that's willing to say, "Hey, come yeah. on now."
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I had credit the reason the the last record sounded so good was, I mean, I leaned on that engineer a ton. I mm-hmm. mean, he's he he shifted things around, and I mean, I had these these songs done, but I mean, there were little his his ideas really. You know, kind of brought things home for me in in a lot of different ways.
1: So, well, shout out to him then. Shout out to Taylor Tatch.
2: Taylor (laughs) Tatch. Oh, Taylor
1: Tatch. Very cool. Yeah. The what is it? The Bill Sims Nick of the future. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably been doing it as long as Bill Sims Who knows? I (laughs) don't
0: know. He's still. I think he's still going around too. Yeah. Um. So, what do you want to play for us now? Oh yeah, I'm all about the music.
2: Yeah, that I mean, that seems like a pretty good segue into that song. Into right?
1: the into
0: the new song, the new song, yeah, yeah. Single golden rose. Yeah, always
1: so we can talk kinda, about it afterwards. Yeah, let's talk. Okay, we'll about sure. talk about it afterwards.
0: We'll t- yeah.
3: By a few. Seen it around a time or two. My hands had worn down, torn by the dirt. I found it was hard to dig through the hurt in my sweet golden road don't you know light in the dark breathe the content, like weeds they spread out where they're night yeah, men I
1: After that, <laughs>
0: <It's> like, <woo! laughs> all right. So before before I, because I I made a couple of notes. Tell tell me the story. Um,
2: well, it's uh, it's a love song, of obviously. course. <laughs> you know, I I always joke that I don't write too terribly many of those, but you meet the right person, I think. And so yeah, that song is about my wife, and
0: Aww. we got
2: married in twenty twenty two, and so, so y'all are newlyweds.
0: Y'all are newlyweds.
1: Yeah. Wow, congratulations! Aww. Thank you very much. Being married's awesome. It is. We're Most of ways. the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My feelings.
2: <laughs> you can always edit that part out, right? She uh
1: <laughs> <laughs> she definitely she definitely married down. There's no doubt about it. Oh, I definitely got it. the better better stop part it. of it.
2: It's good to be bowling out of your league. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: telling you. I'm bowling a twenty and she's a three hundred. I'm telling you, man. I definitely only
0: with the bumpers up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so man, I mean the the imagery in that song is really, it's really good. Well, thank Right. You. So um, I, f- I found it was hard to dig through the hurt. I like that. I mean, that was, I was like, Oh, wow.
2: That's- yeah. Well, I was in a pretty terrible relationship before I, I met Jillian. And I sort of took that from a buddy of mine who, you know, it was. it's difficult when you're you know, going through a a a breakup and it's yeah. you know, so a buddy of mine was uh he was just sort of giving me advice and he said, Well, right now, you're um you sort of have this empty uh flower bed, if you will. And you can either, you know, if you fill it with beautiful flowers, then that's what's gonna grow there. If you fill it up with a bunch of weeds and negativity, then it's gonna take root and it's gonna be harder to pull out. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of took that to heart,
0: it's
1: nice. It is. Truth. It is. I'm digging that. Yeah,
0: 100. Yeah. percent I mean, yeah. And then I fed the flames of apathy. I was like, oh wow, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. We've all been there.
2: Yeah, that yes. was in that was in that that past relationship. Yeah. Far oh yeah. 100%. than I should have been.
0: You know, I mean, it's it's hard. Uh, who are we talking to? we were talking to Kalani Brent the other day, and she was actually talking about Kayla Jane, and how she got out of her
1: relationship, and it's just it's. Sometimes it's hard. hard. I mean, it, it's like I say about jobs in the past. I know the warts from this hog. I don't know what is out there waiting for me. It could be worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I looked in, before I met her. That's the way I looked at relationships, you know. And then finally, one day, when I just finally said, you know, I've had enough, I'm not going to date for a while. You know, I'm, I'm going to date, but I'm not going to take anything serious. Then I met her. You know,
2: in the that old? that's the thing right that's what yeah. happens, and I mean that's the you know sort of the same thing with her. I just kind of went I'm one hundred percent fine with just investing in myself during this <laughs> you know this time yeah. period. And then she randomly came and she called me up and said, It's you know, it's my birthday, I'm coming to Austin. I said, Come on to Austin. And so that's, <laughs> oh,
0: that's awesome. Yeah. It was
2: very organic.
0: Which yeah, is nice.
1: I could do. yeah. I uh, I saw a billboard the other day that had uh, a golden rose. It was literally a rose dipped oh, in gold. Dipped in
0: twenty four carat gold. Yeah. Like a live rose. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, made me think of that for
1: some reason. I need to so, get one of those. Yes, I I hate Stephen something store. Stephen Singer. <laughs> yeah, it's like a store.
0: I always I saw,
2: wonder what that was. I've seen those billboards so driving yeah. on the highway.
0: It's a it's a um it's a wedding ring. It's a, it's an engagement ring store. That's all they sell. And so I hate Steven Singer. Yeah, I guess, I yeah, guess they're, they're it's kinda of like that Jeff Canada sucks thing yeah. that he's
1: got going on, you know. Same I thing. just
2: always thought it was like somebody who had a lot of money who was Really
1: vindictive. Oh, dude! See, I, and I thought it was going to be a That's movie or something. Funny. I really thought it was going to be like a movie. Type. See,
0: I could see that too. Yeah, yeah. 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 But then,
1: because you imagine being that vindictive, because billboards are freaking expensive. Yeah, like, I looked into it. They're like three to four thousand dollars a month per billboard. Yeah, can
2: yeah. You can imagine if you just had a ton of money, though, and you could just do what you, you can just do what you want
1: like that. You know? Oh, like yeah. that one lady that said, "Here's a picture of my husband's new girlfriend." <laughs> she put that on a billboard.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: don't wow. be
1: looking at me. I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs>
0: Oh, I know that. No, 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 no. But I was I was thinking the, about Chuck's the Waxahachie courthouse. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what did you say? I was thinking about the Waxahachie courthouse where the sculptor found out his wife was cheating. Oh, and, yeah. And he sculpted her vagina at the top of the Waxahachie courthouse. See? And that's the thing. That's why you don't do that kind of <laughs> that's stuff.
2: That's right. Well, that's, that's why you. Exactly. Okay.
1: So, so my understanding is you can date a um, Mel. Singer songwriter, don't ever date a female one because she will burn you if you break up. <laughs> We've heard some horrible songs. Well, we
4: have. And I was no, no, great it. songs. Yeah, great yeah. songs.
1: <laughs> and I saw your thing up here. I, I like beautiful melodies telling me terrible things. I dig. Oh, that.
2: so that's a Tom I, Waits. I painted that. That's a Tom Waits line. Yeah, man, is that, that is awesome. So I, I wrote a whole record of murder ballads. Um, and I'm just a. I've got a big affinity for. That's why I joke about love songs. And, and is it out? Any. Yeah. It's called a Killer Down in Texas.
0: And is it, wow. it's pretty hard, isn't it? Yeah so I, I heard a couple of those songs and I'm I like, want yeah I mean a completely different vibe. It's very very than... different
2: and it's strange that it turned out like that because it was spurred on by Tom Waits and then Nick Cave did an album called Murder Ballads but the best one of all time is Bruce Springsteen did a record called Nebraska
0: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that
2: album is amazing. Um, but it's just him and an acoustic guitar in a, in a kitchen.
1: Man. Wow! Yeah, I I love that so much. Uh, well, we, well, we almost started the podcast as being a true crime podcast because there's so many unsolved murders in Texas. In, Texas, in fact, yes. we're sitting not too far where there was a couple of unsolved murders back. From, I think there was the '80s, '85, somewhere around there. No, it wasn't me. She always Are thinks you sure? That, <laughs> she always thinks I'm a mass murderer for some reason. <laughs> you know,
0: it's always the one you don't suspect. So I suspect everyone, right? right? Isn't yeah. that how it goes? <laughs>
2: But the husband is always suspected. That's it. Oh, yeah. every yeah. single time. Yeah,
1: that, that's why if you're going to murder somebody, you just make it a random person that you have no connection with.
0: Well, I, I had a, I had a crazy um, patient that literally. So one day, my daughter and I went to the um, to the mailbox because we live in the country, so it's like across the road. And she's flipping through. She's like, "Oh, you've got a a, a card from so and so." I'm like. Okay, and she's like, oh, that was sweet. I'm like, no, no <laughs> how did she get my home address? All right. And so my daughter's like, all right, Mom, I promise you, if anything happens to you, I will go to the police and go, okay, it is not Dad. It is not <laughs> me. It is this crazy person that's stalking you. Um, anyway, craziness out there, 100%. There oh we, yeah. we haven't gotten any crazy stalkers because of the uh, of the podcast yet.
1: No, no,
0: no. We met a few people that have come out to just to meet us. That's been that's been pretty mm-hmm. badass.
1: Yeah, that uh-huh. makes you feel good when somebody comes looking just for you. That that makes you feel good. Yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah. whatever. But back to their song. So oh, light yeah, segue way the, back, <laughs> light in the dark, fire in the cult. So that's when you're talking about your your yeah. sweet
1: little your sweet yeah. little wife, who is very sweet. That is cool. That is cool.
0: When are you gonna write a song about me, babe?
1: Because I don't know how to write. I barely know how to play the guitar. <laughs> I picked back up music here. What was it? It's been about six months now. I'll pro- probably pretty close to a year. Maybe a year. I just, yeah, I played music a lot as a kid. But moving around in the military and stuff, you know, you just didn't have the support, you know. Mm-hmm. So I gave it up. And I had to do the adult thing. You know, I did the adult thing. And, and then when Dad passed, it was like, he he made a comment before he passed about it. Why didn't you continue playing the violin? Like, uh, cause y'all couldn't afford a violin. That's why. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, and y'all moved to some trash hole in the middle of the desert
0: that didn't have a violin.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I picked it back up, and it's 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 very therapeutic. Yeah. You know, and I say your therapy is buying guitars.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I I love it. Yeah, I've got a whole studio back there that y'all have not even seen. Oh, really? <laughs> well, we'll have to it's ship ridiculous. Before Oh, so
1: this, well, is,
0: this is just the stuff for display, huh? Well, it's overflow. <laughs>
1: now, I mean, honestly. now, if you'll give me a second so I can segue into this, i got a buddy that owns like 45 50 Harleys all the way from 1930s 40s all the way up to current but he rides every single one of them mm-hmm. on a monthly basis. He will spend a day him and his buddy will spend days just riding. Do you play all these guitars? I
2: do, but I don't take them I mean I'll I'll pick certain situations for the, you know, the really nice ones if it's a pretty controlled environment. Right. So yeah. no smoke. Um, so you got some good no. collectibles. Yeah, and you know, I'll I'll take them, you know, they'll they'll all get played and they all get played here. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing you know, nothing just sits. But I'm definitely selective. There are ones that are ones that I beat up and throw around,
0: and then there are ones that I'm a little bit you'll more careful. cherish and, yeah. and be careful what what venue you take it to. Yeah, I have
1: a friend that's a guitar collector, and he'll pull one out, and I'm like, "Yeah, don't do that. You suck." Yeah, <laughs> you know, because he doesn't ever play. They're literally for show. They're literally, oh, for really? him. You know, they're all on his wall and stuff. And I'm just like, oh my god
0: what a ways yes Yes. that's sad
1: it's like having a motorcycle in your garage you never ride i just don't get it you know yeah can i have a motorcycle sure whatever that's why we've
2: been everybody's got to have their thing every dude has to have their thing
0: but he has how many how many guitars do you have
1: Mm, four Four and and three fiddles and how many fiddles three not to be four don't don't say nothing it's
2: a thing
0: (laughs) but but he doesn't play in front of anybody. I don't. I mean, he doesn't I, I don't make even it. practice whenever they're there. <laughs> he won't, he he literally won't practice with me in the
1: room. No, I'll go in the other room. I do it's, that. I do well, that
2: same thing. She. This is an anomaly since y'all are here, but I mean, usually if I'm doing something, I go into that studio or into that back. So she, bedroom.
1: So she doesn't hear. You. Well, I don't want her to get bored hearing the same song. I've been playing. Um, I've been playing the House of the Rising Sun over and over and over, and Amazing Grace over and over. How much can you—I don't mind me hearing it, but I can't imagine her having to sit there and listen to it, but, oh, my God, I hate that song, yeah. <laughs> you know, because you do. You you hear it so much that you get tired of it, you yeah. know, but practicing it is a different story.
0: Yeah. I'm just glad you're playing because you like it. I love so. it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So what how,
1: What got you into music?
0: How'd you get started?
2: Um, I think I would attribute it to. I used to go see my great grandpa when I was a kid in Wisconsin, and he was in a bunch of polka bands, polka hall of fame. Uh,
0: He's in the polka hall of fame. Yeah,
2: he was doing. He played in like eighty five polka bands, something like that. I don't want to get that number wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's.
1: Right oh, how no, awesome!
2: That's yeah, pretty. So we, pretty we go cool. we go see polka every once in a while. So he was he was in Pewaukee. Wisconsin, and they would do these you know, festivals and stuff. And I would come up for the summer to watch him. He invented an instrument, a, percuss- a percussive instrument called the Boomba. Um, and basically what it is, it's a, a beer tray attached to a, a broomstick. There's a little rubber piece on the end or a tennis ball almost, you know. And then a spring that stretches across the beer tray. Okay. A wood block up top. And then there are these little just like coat bottle tops sort of surrounding it so when you hit it on the ground it kind of
1: almost i swear like to a, god i've seen one of these at worst fest
2: yeah i, mean, I can show have. you one. I, i've got i've got the one when he was on tv
1: oh how i cool. have that one do you yeah. really
2: yeah and so but when you hit it on the ground it kind of makes almost like a bass drum hit but then it shakes you know so you've got kind of a tambourine sound and then it's that traditional beat to it
1: which is great to dance to yeah it love is. Dancing to you polka. get
0: a workout.
2: Yeah. yeah. Dancing polka. But, but that's the thing. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's what he was in his 90s. And I would go up and see him play. And he was still, I mean, he would like walk around really slowly like Yoda, you know. And then, but <laughs> well, he would start dancing. And it was this different person. Right. And he would start playing. And it was like that, too. It was wow. this, sort of this like youthful exuberance that came from this 90s-year-old oh, guy. That. And so I, I think it just sort of seeped into my brain that that was, I wanted some of that magic, you know? know? And so I, you know, started listening to music and got really into music and I had tapes of his, but polka was never really my thing. It's cooler to me now.
0: That right. I know. Well, that I understand.
2: Well, as a
1: kid, you it's, can't it's be into polka yeah. cooler to
0: us now than it was back <laughs> yeah. when we were kids too. We were like, when the hell an accordion? Nah, nah. Yeah. But you get into, you know, the things
2: I'm like, Oh, this music thing. And, and of course at that, time it's all nirvana and grunge bands and all that kind of mm. stuff and so i got into that kind of stuff and then super heavy music you know florida death metal and all this oh, kind of wow. stuff yeah i mean I, I went down the gamut of oh, wow. things to listen to um and then sort of circled back around to you know kind of lighter music and then digging the things that my grandparents and that my great-grandpa were into
1: so well i think as you age you realize like polka you know i'd hear somebody yodel as a kid and i'm like God, stop! And then you realize how hard that Dude, is to do
2: and do it right. Yeah, and I, I also think the history behind it too. You know, my mm. my grandma came over here from Germany. See, you know, I'm, so I'm from Germany. German, yeah. yeah, yeah. So those festivals are, you know, it's 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 cool. It's It's kind of a neat a neat thing. And yeah. Um. So I mean, I don't I don't think as a kid you can really grasp. The appreciation that you should have right. for for things like that, right?
0: Because so. you're you're a dumb kid, you, yeah. you, you I, know? I mean, why, that's the whole probably part of it. You
1: know, I think that's why music's circular. I mean, you see it come back around. You know what I mean? Mm. God forbid, like a members only jacket. You know, it comes back around. <laughs> you know, our niece is in a pretty semi famous area around New Braunfels polka band, and uh, they do phenomenal. Terry,
0: yeah, Terry Cavanaugh. Mm-hmm. Terry Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so then yeah, and then we saw Alpine Express,
1: yeah, and then we saw Alex Meisner, the other Meisner, day, mm-hmm. and he's the fam- he he. Did the uh, pepperoni,
0: pepperoni Yeah, uh, commercial back in the 80s. You know, brought Bye.
1: kind of brought polka, Bye you know, pepperoni. to yeah. the advertising but, genre. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's it still, It's if you ever dance to it, it's still just a two-step without, mm-hmm. you know, a pause. So, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> but it is so much fun. And I'm Irish, so I feel very uncomfortable being around all these Germans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean,
0: i like... My crest my family's crest is in the great hall at worstfest I mean when we talk about German we I'm German
1: I love how they brought the culture over though you know with all oh, yeah. the f- especially the food
2: mm. that's what my grandma does yeah I mean she's she's that that German accent is still very thick you know and now and she, is she nicer
0: than now. mine? My she grandmother is. is a was a mean old German
1: woman. She
0: was she was the epit- you know your
1: sister listens to this. right? She
0: knows that I and her, her she agrees with me. She was not a nice woman, and my, she was about five foot nothing maybe.
2: Yeah, the same. Yeah, I mean, she is she is super sweet and and just has a ton of love for her grandkids. But Aww. that being said, if you catch her on a bad day, <laughs> or or if if we're doing sourbrotten, and you say, "This I don't really like this all that that much. Then
0: oh, watch out. You don't, you don't
2: want to be on the—you <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't want to say that. I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day, and they brought up Germany, and how they have no natural predators over there. Like, they don't have—like, in Texas, you know, you might find a snake in your backyard. Growing up in New Mexico, you'd— Shake out your shoes. God forbid, in Australia, everything kills you. Yeah. They don't have to worry about that stuff over there.
0: In Germany, they don't?
1: uh uh-uh. That's what I was told.
0: I've never been. I don't know. New
2: Zealand, I think, is the same way, too. hmm
1: Yeah, like even the yeah. spiders will chase you down and eat you. Yeah. You know, it's like unreal. You know, jellyfish will kill you over there. In Australia. Yeah. Oh, I but know. in But in Germany, it's, I guess, because of all the wars and stuff, they just don't have natural predators. Yeah. You know.
0: That's interesting. Yeah,
1: I'd like to look it up and see it. I'm just going to take Joe Rogan's. He, he's probably telling you the
0: truth. He uh, probably is. I, don't know. I mean honestly, there's
1: a whole group of people that literally pick his podcast apart looking for any chink in the armor. You know, it's unreal. I wish we so I, get a I wish that sense. we get
0: big enough for somebody to even give a <laughs> yeah. flying almost said that. I wonder why that why? is. Big. Um, you know. Because he's so big.
1: You know, the cancel culture has gotten haters going to hate. Yeah, yeah, it's gotten ridiculous, you know. God forbid, you know, it's not like there's only so much money out there and so much fame that you're going to fight for every little chunk of it, man. Let it go around if the guy did good, let the guy do do good, you yeah, know?
0: I agree. He's he, you know, you go, hey, Joe, you know, you're based out of Texas,
1: mm-hmm. he lives come in be, Austin.
0: Come be on my freaking podcast, he's maybe. got a great <laughs> or have us on for a, 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 a tiny mini episode because I don't know if I could talk <laughs> for four hours. Like, oh my gosh, yes. he
1: has a great um comedy club down there in Austin. So,
0: okay,
2: I've only been to I went to Cap City before, which was a pretty cool spot, but mm-hmm. that's the that's the only one I ever went to when I was there.
1: Oh. I like Austin, I do. But let's let's segue back to your music. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 So you um you do a lot in the music industry. So not only do you have how many bands that you're in? We counted up four. Four. Yeah. So you've got the brand brand Brandon Cowley's band, yes. Okay, then you have the um, Black Tie Vendetta, Yep. Which, which is I love that freaking name. Yeah, By and that's the way, a heavy
2: metal one. It's a hard rock band. Hard rock. rock. Yeah. Okay. okay,
0: okay. Then,
2: um, I I play with a guy uh, just recently started. His name is Jonathan Jeter. The band is Jonathan Jeter and the Revelators, and he's the he's the drummer for Reverend Horton Heat. So this is sort of his oh his okay. side gig.
0: Wow. Okay. And what what kind of music is that?
2: Um, it's, it's sort of overdriven Americana. I mean, okay. there's, there's definitely a lot of punk infused. I mean, if you're a fan of social D, it's yeah. definitely awesome. in, that, in
0: that ballpark. Okay. So see, now I'm going to have to follow you on all of these different platforms so I can see where you're at everywhere. Um, and then that was, th- was that three? So it's the fourth? Um, Heart of the
2: City. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of, it's a little bit more of, you know, I, I just, I would say a more rock and roll Motown type deal. Um. So there's a lot, lot of soul elements in it. Um,
0: That's really cool. Yeah, we
2: we play around. We're at the rustic actually this this Friday, over there in Dallas. Mm-hmm. From
0: window in,
2: from nine thirty, I think is when we start to
1: eleven.
0: On our way home, we can talk about it.
1: <laughs> I, I get worn out. I mean, I like the rustic. The rustic is a little too overwhelming for you, me. You
0: shouldn't have married someone so much
1: younger it can than you.
2: It can it can be an ass whooping trying to get a drink there. I'll tell you
1: that. Yeah, yeah. it really can. I mean, they they leave yeah. a lot of money. I mean, I'm not knocking them. They leave a lot of money on the table. They do leave a lot of money on the uh, table because I've literally given up before. Yeah. You know? yeah,
0: That's fine. I'll just go and hang out and watch and not get anything to drink, whatever.
1: But yeah,
0: yeah. So, no. but so so you're in you're in four bands, right? You you do some studio work. Mm-hmm. You are a artist graphic designer. You do, tell me a little bit about that. And what's the name of that?
2: It's just Brandon Kelly's art. Okay. um, Yeah. That started off as kind of a necessity. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd always been drawing Ninja Turtles when I was a kid and <laughs> just kind of sprung from that. But, you know, I think when I really started getting into it, the first full album that I was going to put out, I was looking for somebody to do the album art for it. And everybody was just quoting me these super high prices, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Man, well, I'm just I'm just gonna do this myself." <clears throat> okay, and that's kind of where it where it all started from. And then, you know, inevitably, you do your own, you put it out, and people go, "Oh, that's cool." Can like you do that. mine? And, right. and just kind of spread organically it's like, like organic. that.
1: Okay, it's really hard to find somebody to do artwork. I mean, and and then art being like music, so subjective. You know, sometimes you're like,
2: it's hard. And I go back and forth. There have been times where I backed off of music, and and thought okay well i can be home more and do the art stuff but man that that's its own racket you know you're you're dealing a lot of times you're dealing with you've got to try to get somebody else's what they picture Mm. their album or their beer can or their whatever what they think it should look like with them kind of halfway trying to explain to you what they want you know sometimes they don't know what they want and Right. You know, sometimes it's first shot and they're like, yep, that's it. Put it on a sticker. Let's go. And then other times um, you're working with a band. So you're all, <laughs> all you know, three to three six to, of them yeah. have to sign off. And then sometimes you're working with management and a label. So then it gets kicked mm-hmm. up to management. They have to say it's cool and a label has to say it's cool. It's just there are multiple tiers and it just takes one of them to go.
1: Yeah, you throw throwing a yoko in there or something. Yeah, Some girlfriend I, that doesn't like it or something because yeah. it's got too much on it.
2: I used to, and I did that too. Um, I, I had that happen too. But I mean, I I used to hand draw everything. Um, nothing was digital. And then, I mean, the last little bit of it when I sort of put it into the computer, I would I would sort of saturate the colors so that it all right. came out very it. crisp. Mm-hmm. But everything was hand drawn. So the big problem with that is when somebody wants to amend something, it can't be done. Oh. You know? yeah. Um, so recently, I mean, she was the one pushing me because I'd be over there cussing about I this bet. dude just let me get this far. And so I recently, within I'd say the last, well, probably five months, something like that, started actually drawing digitally. Okay, like with the you know the Procreate on, mm-hmm. on
1: an iPad. And mm-hmm. it's been a godsend.
0: I was going to say, and I yeah. bet that you love your life a lot more now. Well, huh? so you
1: well when you go digital with music, I mean, I couldn't imagine big old one-inch tape trying to edit in this shit. It would, it would drive me nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like trying to find the first spot on a vinyl with the needle. You know what I mean? The old yep. DJs used to do. So digital is where it's at. Mm-hmm. But we also talked about AI. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's... In the back of all our minds, I'm not talking about them taking over. Screw it, take over the world. You can't do any worse than this. Yeah, maybe maybe they you know,
0: do something a little better.
1: Uh, it's like that movie Wally where they're all sitting around with the shake and the beds and stuff. Screw it, man, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm scared that it's going to take over the creative. Yeah. You know, and that's 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 where human, we just need to go at that point. Yeah. You know, I mean, because yeah,
2: that's what me and my wife were talking about too. That's a that's a, you know music. I think. I think there will always be people will always want people to do music because it's not just you're buying into a song, but I mean, what I think everybody does is they go look at somebody's Instagram. They kind of want to know the people, and that's, that's why the, we do this. Yeah, yeah. and you know, the, I, I think the one good thing about social media now is that people are wanting more rawness when it comes mm. to knowing the people that do right. music, they don't want anything super processed. And, right. and I think it is coming from a thirst of like so much is produced and, yeah. you well, know, could you well, imagine- I mean
0: And filtered. I mean, so, yeah. you know, I don't use a filter. I mean, and what we, what you see is what you get. And that's why, I mean, I think that there's been a few people that haven't responded to, you know, me reaching out to be on the podcast because they wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, they wouldn't a be able guy in his guitar and not I not mean, that, there is no tweak in it. Yep, I mean it's it. it's hundred percent raw. <laughs> well, and, well, could you imagine
1: interviewing George Freight? He, I mean, and I love the guy, love his music, have for a long time, but he's got such patented answers. Every interview I've ever seen of him is almost identical. That and that might be also
0: that because you'll never. I try not to ask the same questions very often, unless there's something that I just really want to know about that artist. You know, same questions. And I think when you're that big, it's that Joe Rogan thing where it's like the safe thing.
2: Yeah, right. You don't want. Yeah.
1: And and we're talking about that raw. You know, I don't. I don't know if you're. I'm a kind of a nerd when it comes to like sci-fi and stuff. I love Star Trek, and Data. He was learning. He was playing the violin, and he actually had to put in mistakes. To sound human. That was the whole thing. And I got to thinking about it the other day. And I'm like, man, I love it when a musician doesn't mess up but changes stuff. Or or, you know, or, or they mess up, but you don't or they notice. mess up but they notice, but it's just <laughs> it makes it more I don't know, like in the hot rods I used to build and stuff, the I hated the trailer princesses. I love the cars with the scratches on them and stuff, yeah, you because know? well, they were used, you that's know. That's me. I
2: mean, you know, looking it's the same thing. You know, this is a, from '72. It's all beat up. I like that look. You know. Yeah.
1: Well, I have a guitar that my buddy that's
0: from '72. Mm-hmm. That's a good year.
1: It is. That's where you were born. I know. <laughs> I had a buddy do a little Von Dutch on a guitar that I was building. I was just having a ball, you know, with my engineering students. And he's like, "Man, are you gonna put that on the wall?" And I'm like, "Oh hell no! It's gonna be played. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna get yeah. scratched." Yeah. He's It'll like, be- "Asshole." <laughs> like, no, <laughs> no, yeah. don't even. You know? You know, stuff's meant to be used, but but we were talking about you know the raw musicians and stuff. I, don't get me wrong, I loved going and seeing George. It was a it was a time and the Eagles. We got to see the Eagles before Glen Friday. Bucket and, list. Yeah, it was our bucket list, and I can't wait to see Elton John. That's the last one on my bucket list. I've never seen, but I'd much rather take that two grand that those tickets cost us and go see five hundred musicians live. Yeah. Yep. You know, but I just wish people would. Acquiesce. I mean, listen, get off the damn cell phones and pay attention. It's a visceral experience to watch some guy pour, or girl, sorry, pour, her, sorry, Allie and and, else, and, <laughs> and and everybody else, but pour that heart out. You know what yeah. I mean? And put that soul into this music. It's really, it's really neat. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, that's my two I cents.
0: Agree. And that's about what it's worth, baby. Oh. <laughs>
1: You know, I got the car keys here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> uh,
0: so you want to play us another song?
2: Uh, sure. if you mind, you mind if I read it off of here? No. no so this is new
0: it. then, or is it so old that you don't remember it?
2: Yeah, this is new. Oh, I love it. So we're just we're gonna we're just gonna go with it. If that's
1: well, right. while we start on this, your songwriting process on this. I mean, okay. So I get writing a song for your wife. That's that's you know comes from a, a place. Where do you, where does your inspiration normally come from? I mean, how does this come about, or is it different? It's
2: different. Isn't I it? mean, every single time it's different. I mean, sometimes there's music that I like that I can you know put words to. Sometimes it's words first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes I'll just. Jack around on and, and something will kind of come out, you know, but, um, I mean, this one, this next one was, I mean, it's, I feel like I'm playing all these sad boy songs. I promise I do have fun. With <laughs> no, it's fine. But, <laughs> <whatever you like. laughs> it's been a strange year, um, this year and, and I, I've had a few friends die and it's really strange. Oh. There's when, when you, you know, you have, you know, Family and stuff that's older—it's tragic, right? But, but, but it's it's expected, it's expected you yeah. know. You you have people your age that start going, in and a bunch at once. And you're
0: young. You're yeah, not like old. Yeah, so, so. kind
2: of like it kind of throws you. And you know, this was a, a buddy of mine, and he was one of the first ones this year. We were supposed to play a show together, and he, uh, you know, he asked me to send him a poster, and so I sent him a poster. Didn't hear from him, and he had he had passed away that night. He had he had he had taking himself out of, um, of the world oh, so. I'm sorry to hear that well but I, so it kind of it kind of went into this tune again sorry sad boy song no, 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 no. Right. I, love, I love a sad song um, this one's called For Some of Us It Doesn't
4: mm.
3: See that i breaking down at the seams, banging on a door that turned out to be a wall. There are many times that I've had my reasons. Sometimes the reason is no reason here at all. And they say that the sun rise in the morning Clouds will part overhead chance and truth
0: My God, way to bring the room down! No, I am in <laughs> love with it. It was a great song. <laughs> song. It was
1: it was dude. a great song. It was a little too intense for me. It is a bit much. Oh but...
0: no! Yeah, I mean, I'm like, okay, when are you gonna when are you gonna get in the studio and do that? I when, think it's I think it's next. That song needs that song.
2: Needs it needs to be, to be
1: played. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think mental health in this world has gone to shit. I really do. I mean.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I got to balance it out. I got, you know, a few going on this record, and a lot of them sort of lean that way, which is unfortunate. It's just because of the it's sort of tough, year that it's right. been. Right. But, I mean, inevitably there will be some, you know, I'm happy uh,
0: uh, well,
1: songs on it. Well, you know, okay, my cousin Dwayne, he killed himself, and it was a pretty horrible way to die. And, of course, for the next two, three, four years, we're all like – well, you know, it was a train wreck that was happening, you know, blah, 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 this. We were all looking for excuses why we couldn't have done anything. And I've always sworn that if I ever even think that one of my friends is now, I don't care what I'm doing. I'll stop what I'm doing because—
0: But a lot of times, I mean, they just—they don't let you know. Yeah, they
1: don't—you just I mean, don't yeah. know. And Duane, I like w- that
0: serial killer where, you know, I would have never thought. <laughs> <Shit. you
1: know? laughs> but never but to me, it's it's— I mean, we all see the signs afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we need to start looking at the signs beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I think also changing the narrative on it. And I think the way that it's all going is for the better, because so many people are putting a lot of attention on mental health. Mm -hmm. Right. That wasn't in the past. No. You know, the church kind of screws everybody up on that, where it's just, you know, it's this sort of guilt trip and, you know, how could somebody do something like that? But I, I think if you... If the narrative is you take yourself out of it and you, and you look at it, like, that, prob- that person probably had these issues their entire life. Mm-hmm. And they got they were able to get by for 30, for 40 so long, years, yeah. however long, you know, yeah. um, with, without taking drastic yeah. measures like that is is a feat to me. Yeah. And so I, I think that's kind of what that song is about.
1: Yeah. Well, I look at it, especially my generation. Mental health was considered a weakness. Mm-hmm. Go get a job. Yeah. Well, I need some. Suck job. it up. Go get a job. You know, it, that's what the bar is for us to deal with your problems. Go, go in there and drink, which creates a problem in its own. Sure. You know, so yeah. we have a whole generation. Plus, we had old generation before me of Vietnam vets that were never helped, and now we've got all these Iraqi and Afghanistan vets, and Middle Eastern yeah. and Kuwait and everything else that have been dealing with this stuff, and it's just now coming out. Yeah. You know, and, and God, but it needs to. Yep. I mean we yeah. need to address it you know it's we talk about school shootings all the time, but let's look back at the kids that did I'm not justifying it I'm just saying we could prevent a lot of this stuff,
2: yeah at least to, at least to where it's it's to where people can feel more comfortable being honest Safe. about the, yeah, yeah the way that you know they're thinking and all that kind of stuff I you
0: know and i and I think that I think that more and more people are being able to come forward, especially musicians. I mean, so many musicians are writing their stories and the horrors that they've gone through in their songs. You know, and almost as a type of therapy. I mean Jeremy Oh God, Jeremy, Jeremy Bellamy, Bellamy's music kills Man, me. I mean, so good. he is so open and honest about he just lays it out. The I mean the stuff that he's been through and the struggles and but so many others. I mean, it's just and when someone that's been through hell Tells other people, hey, I've been through this hell. It lets everybody else have an opening and think, I'm not alone. Yeah. you know.
1: And well, so. well, look, look at the state. I was a police back in the 80s. And our answer, when you called up and said, I'm thinking about killing myself, we would arrest you in white, we called it a white, white warrant, warrant, for three days. Mm-hmm. So you went to this most beautiful hotel for three days and were stuck mm-hmm. with needles and rubber rooms and beat on and possibly— Abused. I mean, it was a horrible place. Parkland was a horrible place at the time for their mental health ward, mm-hmm. and that's where you're put. So you came out worse. Worse. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and scared to ask and, for help. And along with the stigma, so now you had to put it on job applications. You had to put it on if you wanted to buy a gun. I mean, it just is ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. So I'm hoping that yeah the case now is yeah. whenever they talked about defunding the police, it really wasn't defunding the police. It was like, hey, let's start putting More money into mental health, social mm. work, mental yeah. health. Yeah. You know? Great song though, dude. Great song, man. Sorry, on it on cut, it. Deep. dude. Yeah, Su- suicide runs deep in my family. It really does. So it just it just cuts me tonight. Mm-hmm. But I hate that somebody went through that, and everybody feels like they couldn't have done something. Yeah, you
2: know? it's very surreal.
1: Yeah. But. What's up, puppy? I like your dog. Yeah, the, the puppy just, came to say hi. Her mom walks <laughs> off. Make you feel and she's better.
2: Like this is my window.
1: <laughs> no, you can't
0: come in here. Come
1: over here. Yeah. Come over here. Right here.
0: Right here. There you go.
2: Yeah.
0: So, what do you have coming up? Shows. What do you have coming up in the future? You said that you're going to be at the Rustic this weekend. And I'm so you're, we're, we're you're going. I tried sure. to do a um, TX Whiskey has a Father's Day thing mm-hmm. where they have like a picnic where you get like snacks and whiskey and they give you a, a picnic blanket. Yeah. Father's Day. It was sold out. So, we couldn't do that. But they do a thing on Friday nights where they have live music. I know this. I've never been to their ranch. But that's what we're going to do Friday, and it's in Fort Worth. So we definitely stop by the Rustic on the way home.
2: I, yeah, I yeah. never went out there. We used to be – the band that I was in in Austin was sponsored by them, and I never went to tour
1: the – the, want,
0: I, I, want, I want to be sponsored by them.
1: It's, yeah. it's the whiskey that I like to just get a glass and just sit there and sip on it for a couple of hours. That's his favorite, yeah. yeah. yeah really the
2: blended is. or the bourbon?
0: Probably the bourbon.
1: Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. I never really thought about it.
0: He just asked for TX. I just asked for Tx. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever they have in the in the bars. That's yeah. what he Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I've got I've got a big old bottle of it at the house. That's lasted me probably a month now. And I'm even third way through it. I just like sipping on it. Yeah. You know, I've tried to get away from drinking. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> she, I'm sorry. Her mom I'm sorry. left and- they're called
0: love hounds for a reason.
1: No, he's fine. He's She's a sweet girl.
0: Um, um so but what else what else do you have coming up? With with all of your different bands. I yeah, mean how yeah, I mean, it's constant. how in the world do you even keep up Do you with? have kids? And <laughs> well, I've got a
2: stepdaughter, but she's in college.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, okay. that's fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, your wife has a daughter that's in college. I know, it's pretty unbelievable. Your wife looks like my twenty-two-year-old. I, like, I
1: thought she I, Dude, I really thought y'all what were the hell? like your late twenties. Yeah. How old are you? I'm forty. Are you man? I bo- I would have guessed y'all See, both in your thirties,
0: and I would have yeah, I would have totally thought that y'all were like early thirties,
1: maybe even late twenties.
0: Yeah, yeah. but then again, everything looks like a kid
1: to me. Good you know. jeans, good jeans. But <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get those good jeans.
0: So I mean, but how do you? I I mean, because every single band has a different vibe and mm-hmm. a different sound, and
2: I think that's what draws me to it. Is it's you know, there's so much that I like, and you know, so much that you kind of want to be a part of, and I've got friends making really great music, and so it's, you know, hard you to, to say that. no, Um, but it's it's keeping a tight schedule, and I do tie myself in with people that usually have stuff going themselves. Like I said, mm. uh Jeter plays in Reverend Horton Heat, which takes up. Oh, I can't imagine that. Takes, yeah,
1: great, they, yeah, great, great. They great, tour great,
2: yeah. constantly. Yeah. So, I mean, he's got these sort of little finite windows of time that he's able to, like, really mm-hmm. get stuff going, and You know, and then um, Paco, the singer for for Heart of the City, plays in a hard rock band called um, South FM. And they they were on a big uh, label back in the 2000s, like mid-2000s, I want to say. And so, I mean, he's, you know, kept busy with the things that he's got going. So, I mean, that's what – I have my thing that I do consistently, you know, and it's, you know, me with my music. Mm -hmm. And then everything else is just sort of like – where we can make it all work, right? And, so it's just the it, yeah. it's just
0: the icing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I can see, yeah, I can see somebody like Reverend Horton. He, you know, somebody in that group. You know, they they've got a certain way they play. They got certain music they play. They've got their certain following. But in the back of your mind, as a musician, you want to go out and do your own thing just a little bit. You know what I mean? But you don't want to lose that. Yeah, right. You know, and I I have a friend That's that very- he just left a very very popular band to go do his own thing because he wanted to. Really let play lose, something yeah. different besides yeah. The quick
2: and, you know this, you know my buddy, he he just he wants something that he can call his. You know yeah. he's he's like the eighth drummer of Red Morgan. Uh, They've had a ton of different drummers. Uh-huh. You know? So I mean, you know it's it's nice for him to be able to have this sort of
0: he's, vehicle that he can do whatever right. he wants with. The whole picture instead of just a piece of the puzzle.
2: Yeah, and I hate yeah. to
1: use a term hired guns, but I mean that's basically you, you being a hired gun is great. Don't get me wrong, you can pay a lot of bills. But you, that creative instinct has got to be fulfilled, yeah. you know.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, he's you know he is he is an official member of the the band. Yeah, even, yeah, even but still but you, you—that's why I
1: hate use that term hired gun. But but. You know, it's still kind of... It's an established yeah, band,
0: a, sta- a yeah. lot of established songs, you know, that... Yeah, yeah that, that he didn't have much of a, you know, input a part in, in. in. Yeah.
2: But I'll tell you what, man, if you'd have told, I've, I've told him this several times, if you'd have told either me or him when we were 13 years old that he was going to play drums for Reverend Horton Heat, I would have been like, crazy. no way. You're crazy, because, no I mean, we, <laughs> you know, we grew up listening to, mm-hmm. to Jim Heath, you know, so...
1: Well, that's my buddy in college. You know, I found out he had, was a drummer for the Google Goo Dolls, and how I found out was somebody sent me a picture of him getting a wedgie and saying, Hey, look, I'm famous. I gave the uh, Goo, Goo Dolls drummer a wedgie, <laughs> and I'm like, Damn, Mike's the Google. Goo Go- I'd, I'd seen him in concert, and never even knew, that's you know. So, so yeah, it's, it's, you know, it, it, you don't know what it'll bring, but mm, yeah, I think it's cool because they. They're a great band. Oh, they are! Awesome. I mean,
2: that's why I play double bass. They're they are. You know, wow. I,
1: I'd probably, I'd probably say in three or four of our podcasts when we've talked about, you know, who your influences are, somewhere somehow they pop They've up. Come
2: up. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, yeah. And it's getting more and more. You know, people are really starting to look into that genre of music. Well,
2: Jim is, Heath yeah. is one of the best. I mean, mm-hmm. guitar player wise, but then also I mean, he sort of created that genre, that sort of psychability mm-hmm. thing. You know, just really cool.
1: Yeah. Which he's pulled from a lot of the famous ones, you know. Oh yeah, and he, I, I I enjoy it. So, uh, so where are you going to be? Did we already go over that?
0: Not not much, just a tiny bit. Yeah,
2: Friday. Friday, it's hard, you know, to stay on track when you're talking to friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, Friday. At, I don't know when this is going to come out. Probably not pass. for
0: a few weeks. Oh yeah, so yeah, you, you
2: got a minute. I mean, the earliest one people might. Might here might be the the Granada Theater thing on the twenty fourth of June.
1: Okay, that to me is saying you made it when you play the Granada. But I love the Granada, so it's, that's yeah, pretty it's cool. A really cool. Yeah, room.
2: yeah. Um, I used to have a residency there, not in the big room in the the small room. Yeah, that I did weekly. Um, that was really great. But uh, yeah, something in Austin at the end of the month. Um, okay, be be back there, and where at in Austin? A uh, place called Sunny's Backyard. Okay. Okay. It used to be the Hard Luck Lounge, which was a it was. It's been around. Iconic. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah.
0: And then you you do you, you the gold uh, single, Golden Rose. That's going to be coming out hopefully sometime. In the, in this, yeah. In the near future, you know. Yeah, it's
2: getting it's getting all the ducks in a row because I'm just not in a in a position to where I have the ultimate say. It's the you know getting it back from the engineer, then sending it you know and and letting the label. Get it going through their distribution and all that kind of stuff. What, who
0: who do you use?
2: It's Handdrawn Records is the name of the record label.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah. Okay, very cool. You want to play us one more song? Oh, what yeah. about t- tell about your social media? Social so media. Where can, they, where can they find you?
2: Everything's at Brandon Callie's or uh, Brandon Callie's band. Okay, you pick one of those two. Yeah. You know, if, if you pull up Brandon Callie's, you're probably going to find that's you. the great thing is not too many people have that last name. They
0: so. don't. No.
2: So yeah. it's
1: all the socials, Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. Yes, yeah, t- typically you're,
2: you're at TikTok. Yeah. At yeah. Brandon Callie's. That's what you're main, mainly going to be.
1: Okay.
0: Wonderful. Awesome. So what are you going to play us out on?
2: Well, we'll play a fun one.
0: Oh, what is it?
2: it? Lighten the mood finally.
0: <laughs> tell, tell everybody about it.
2: Lighten the mood. Um the mood. It, it's you know sort of about the Texas weather, sort of about a, a relationship. Oh, and so and how the A fickle b- both beast. of this, yeah, both <laughs> both of those <laughs> moods can shift, <laughs> moments notice.
3: stay but we both know that'll change might be some wind might be some rain in the end it's all the same Wrapped up in the storm Honey, I can't seem To make it better So I might as well let it pour was a sunny day When you came in I could see that things were bad so it goes. I guess I'm lucky You're still pretty when you're mad So we might as well let it.
1: That's a relatable song, is it not? <laughs>
0: uh,
1: uh, I also st- realized
2: I said "honey" about eight times. You're in that still
0: song. you're still pretty when you're mad. I'm telling you, you would probably pretty. I was
3: talk about trouble. me. I'm honey.
0: I'd <laughs> <laughs> be in trouble if you told me that, baby. Once again, I want to thank Brandon Callies. Um, Absolutely, thank you so much for opening up his home for um, letting us record there and uh, for sitting down with us. <laughs> what a great guy! I uh, mm-hmm. love his music, and uh, he's got some new stuff coming out. And he's just. Freaking phenomenal!
1: Um, yeah, if you you know if you if you can't dig his voice, man, something's wrong with you. Truth, you know. Yeah. What, what did I say during the thing? If you don't like that, you suck. You know. <laughs> I think
0: you said that a couple of times. Well,
1: my God, it was so good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it just sure. it just was a great, great set. Yeah.
0: This week we, um, this weekend we are going to go. We're going to record Luke Prater. And yes. somewhere in Fort Worth, I'm looking for a place to record Luke Prater in Fort Worth. So if you got a place Saturday afternoon at two o'clock where we can come and hang out um, let, for a couple of hours, let me know because we are needing a semi-quiet place to do that. And then hopefully we're gonna go and hang out at the Granada and see Jonathan Jeter.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, who's he? I mean, they're, they're <laughs> somebody's <laughs> playing with him. The toad? No, it wasn't the toadies.
0: No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't remember. Is
1: Reverend Horton Heat?
0: Yeah. And
1: and for those of y'all that don't know, I'm a big rockabilly fan, always have been. It's kinda like where punk meets country. Yeah. But uh I uh Wow, I can't remember who's who's opening for him, but it's uh, the Granada. The Granada, yep. me and Kathy and the Granada, we go way back. Yeah. So we've been going there for a while.
0: And this Thursday, we are going to be having Tracks the Station. Yes, we are. Um, and it's going to be Jimmy Zapata and Jeremy Bellamy. Mm-hmm. Yep, so that'll be a lot of fun. That's the twenty eighth. And this is like some, from seven to ten.
1: Yeah, something like y'all have never experienced before. We're really trying to make it more of a listening room environment. Yeah. So come out, have some yeah. good more food. Intimate,
0: Intimate, yeah. Yeah. Up close, personal.
1: Grab you a whiskey. And, songs. Mm-hmm. and sit there and just listen. You know, yeah. it's going to be good. It's going to no, no no TVs, no pool, just yeah. hanging out, listening to music.
0: And then I really think that Jimmy and I are going to Waco Friday, that Friday night.
1: What are you going to Waco for?
0: We're going to go see the Cameron Sackey
1: Band. Okay.
0: I really want to go see them. And I, you said that you didn't want to go. Okay. So no. then, because then Saturday we're going to see Jeff Canada and Emory at Sidekicks.
1: Okay. So we're back to Sidekicks. Yeah. Okay. That'll work. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeff's in town. We're going to try to see him. Yeah.
0: So that's that's our plan this week um, coming okay. up. Okay. But uh, yeah. So,
1: so, hey, you cops down there in Holiday Village and all your friends. Dude, everybody gotta, needs yeah, to show everybody's up invited, on okay. the 30th. I
0: think, whatever that yeah, Saturday is. I'm not,
1: now I'm not, I'm not buying whiskey for everybody, but y'all need to all show no. up. Okay? Everybody needs to
0: show up. Okay. We won't be there I love Jeff Canada Yeah And
1: bring it Y'all bring your tip money
0: Yeah For sure Okay Alrighty guys Until next time
1: You will find us On the dance floor Look at you I did I practiced
3: <laughs> I'm glad this party's over And damn, It sure was nice Meeting you
0: Our intro song is Top Shelf Licker," performed by the late, great Taylor D and written by Amy Johnson and Chad Rowland. Our outro song is written and performed by Chris Cunningham, and it's called Meeting You.